Hey everyone, welcome back to another special episode of Franco's World. Just me today. All right, just me. No guests this week, guests next week, no guests this week. Episode 104, thanks for stopping by. Before we get started, remember to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Franco's World underscore. Tell your friends about the show so it can grow. All that stuff, okay, I have to tell you, I have to remind you every week, I have to remind you, I feel like like some first grade teacher, I have to remind the students everything, every day. Tell your friends about the show, subscribe, leave a review, all that stuff, okay? It's growing, you definitely want to get in on the, uh, well, I'm not even on the ground level at this point with the amount of, like, growth the show has, like, you know, received. It's, no, we're not even, like, it's not a grassroots grassroots movement anymore. We're a step above that. So get on because the astronauts have completed training. You know, they're walking towards the rocket ship. If you'd like to get on, you can get on. I'm like, I'm like Elon Musk. You know, I want to sort of commercialize outer space travel. That vessel being my show, you have the opportunity to get on that. If you choose to forego that opportunity, that is your loss. So a lot of stuff has happened in the past week. You can clearly tell I have my voice back. Um, so today's episode is going to be a lot of fun. I want to start out by saying this. We have we have a lot of props. There's a lot of props this episode. So get ready for that. Clothing debacle. Two words. Clothing debacle. Now part of this story you've heard before. I ordered a minor league baseball hat from the West Virginia Black Bears, a minor league team in Morgantown, West Virginia, Eight months ago, I guess. I don't even, I wish I had the records, like, I wish I had the documentation of when I purchased said hat or whatever. I know I I have the tweets of a famous celebrity and I going back and forth about said hat, and I didn't pull that up, and now I regret it because this is why I need a producer, okay? Because I don't have the capability of looking this up and maintaining, recording, video, everything. Oh yeah, we have video going on, but... Or a hat, West Virginia Black Bears. All right, great hat, lovely hat, lovely logo. You know, state outline, bear paw in the middle, really cool stuff. And I actually think they kind of changed a little bit, which kind of upsets me because I'm pretty sure it used to be just a bear paw in the middle with a baseball. And now that I'm looking at it, it's a little bit different. I'll show it to you. Here, really cool hat. That's the batting practice hat. It's a training hat. State outline, bear baseball. Not, I don't think it's the original one. I could be wrong though, but it's cool. And when I move, like I'll be able to have this hat and they'll be like, whoa, what logo is that? It's like, well, that's a state, you know, that's my home state. And I could rep that and that'd be great. Um, They shipped me the wrong hat. Okay. I ordered the hat because they had a sale going on. They shipped me the wrong hat. No big deal. I don't freak out. You know, these things happen. Things get lost in translation. COVID year. Can't get mad. All right. I get it. A couple weeks go by, actually like four days go by, no response from the HR people or, or whatever. I get an email from the Buffalo Bison, who I guess are affiliated somehow with the West Virginia Black Bears. Maybe they have the same like PR people or whatever. And they're telling me, oh, it was a mistake. You go to the post office. You pay for the shipping. You do this. You do that. Mail it back to us and we'll get you the correct hat. Get a, give us the receipt. We'll refund you for the shipping and everything. Okay, sure, whatever. I go and do that. Three months pass. I have given up on this hat, and I get an email out of the blue from Buffalo Bison. They say, hey, 
guess what? Your hat is on its way. Thank you for being so patient. They did not offer any sort of discount on the hat, even though we've been going through this debacle for months. That's PR 101. Hey, if you have a customer and you have to string them along for months, plural, 15% courtesy. That's a courtesy deduction. 15% is a courtesy deduction. That's not a big thing. These hats are made cheaply, made by hand, made cheaply. It's cheap fabric, you know, made cheaply. You're selling them for 30 some bucks a pop. I have to pay for all the shipping and I had to mail it back to you. I had to go out of my way to do that. Okay. <clears throat> and you don't get back to me for months. You could at least throw me 15%. They didn't throw me 15%. 15% was not given. Just a courtesy 15, you know, knock off a few dollars. Didn't do it. All right. The hat comes in. It is finally in. Months have passed. The hat is in. Thank God. They got my hat. You see this? Seven and three-eighths. That is the correct size that I wear. Seven and three-eighths. That is the size of my head. All right? Great. And mind you, it's a New Era hat. And all of New Era baseball hats are made by hand, which means they're not the exact same. They're fitted, yes. And they're made by hand, yes. And, and yeah, they have like sizes or whatever. I get that. But they're all made by hand. So they're all, they're like snowflakes. No two are the same. Okay? Seven and three eighths. You see this. You see this hat. I got it. It's in my possession. Why does it go over my ears? Why can you not see my eyeballs? If it's seven and three eighths, be seven and three eighths. The people in the video are getting the full scope here. That's not seven and three eighths. Okay? That's not seven and three eighths. And you know what I did because I'm such a softie and I've worked in the customer service industry and I know what it's like. And it was a sunk cost because I've been dealing with this for six months for a stupid hat. And I said specifically, hey, keep the hat that I sent back. Give me whatever discount. I'll drive up to Morgantown to the store myself and get it. That's how much I like this hat. They said, oh, no need. No need to do that. We'll mail you the correct one. Wrong. Wrong. And now it's been months. And you know what? I didn't message Buffalo Bison. I didn't call West Virginia Black Bears store. I didn't do this or that. I didn't tweet at them. I didn't do anything crazy. Just like I didn't tweet at Cracker Barrel when they served me raw sausage because I'm a big softy. Sunk cost. I've decided to hang on to this $30 hat that does not fit me. I don't know if I can put it in the washing machine and shrink it up a little bit. Seven and three eighths. It's not seven and three eighths. Why does it go over my ears? I look stupid. I look like Turtle from Entourage. Get that out of here. I look stupid and I've ruined my great hair. Ruined my gray hair for the camera. I won best hair in high school. No, I'm not living in the past. Seven and three eighths. That's not seven and three eighths. It's like when guys lie. Oh, it's seven and three eighths. You know, seven and three eighths. It's not lying. Okay. <laughs> I I just didn't want to cause a scene. I didn't want to cause a ruckus. I didn't want to get my name spread around minor league baseball that I'm a bad customer. And I'm kind of upset that I didn't get a deal because, you know, I, I definitely said part of this before. I didn't explain the whole story because now it has a conclusion because I got the hat sent to me and it doesn't fit. But 
you know, I tweeted at Burt Kreischer because he has that show Two Bears, One Cave, and he was all pumped up, tweeted at me multiple times, telling me thank you for sending me this link to this West Virginia Black Bears store, and he's so pumped up about it. He's going to wear it on the show, and he ordered it. That wouldn't have happened. All the business you got during that week period, West Virginia Black Bears, is because of me. Yeah, Burt Kreischer, technically. It starts with me. And I didn't get any sort of dividend from that. And I didn't want to cause a scene. I didn't want to cause a scene online, which is crazy to me. People like to cause scenes in public. I could have caused a ruckus in the local Cracker Barrel. Didn't. Didn't want to cause a scene. Here I go not wanting to cause a scene online. I worked in the customer service industry. I know what it's like when people... This is also why I didn't make a scene. Okay, because I worked at Lowe's customer service for a couple of summers in college. And people would come up to me or call me and say their water heater is broken. And then they act like I broke it. Or they act like my last name is Lowe's and I run the company. Or I'm the manager. Dude, I press two buttons and I send you to the department you need to go. And guess what? If it keeps bouncing back to me and you're like, I can't get a hold of anybody. Probably because we're really busy or the guy's not there. All right. And you know what I'm going to keep doing because I'm lazy in customer service and I don't want to talk to you. You know, what the customer service people do just keep bouncing the call back until you give up. That's really it. And there's this guy on uh, Instagram who kind of got popular doing customer service jokes and stuff like that. And I'm upset that I didn't publicize mine because I've definitely said like all the like everyone in customer service has said these things before. So I really like that guy's uh, like his stuff, his customer service stuff. I don't I, I he's a comic, too. I haven't seen uh. He probably won't do the show. He's too big time now. But Maniscalco put him on and stuff like that. Really cool. Really funny stuff. If I remembered his name, I'd tell you to check it out. But yeah, like everyone that's worked customer service knows that feeling. And I think a lot of people in my generation have worked customer service more than people in older generations because we've had to because those are the only positions available. And so we kind of have this mutual respect for servers and customer service people that it's like, all right, you know what? Like, it's not really your fault. Now, if they're outwardly being rude, to you, then yeah, you know, maybe something's going on there, but still, um, kind of ironic, two things, so we'll talk about minor league baseball after we talk about this thing, I got an email two days ago, it went to my junk pile, uh, a customer service position for some corporation, they're like, hey, let's chat in the next couple of days for a job, and uh, <laughs> it went to my junk, uh, love that, you know, old me would have been very upset, old me might have cried, and been distraught and said oh woe is me this that and the other you know what it's fine i don't want to really want to work customer service especially at a corporate level anyway you know then you're dealing with the with big problems i i can you know uh uptown problems which aren't really problems at all if you know where that quote's from i'll give you a dollar uh minor league baseball in the world of minor league baseball a couple transactions have transpired that have meant a lot to me and my friends and a couple transactions have have went down that sort of warm my heart and make me feel good and it sort of aligns the stars and makes it seem like this is what's supposed to be happening and you know it makes you know everything's aligned perfectly um one of my close pals former roommate and friend uh i guess i won't say his full name but his name is max he's a friend of mine and he just signed with a, a minor league team Independent league, but they're affiliated with minor league baseball. So they're a minor league team. Okay. Uh, independent uh, minor league team uh, near his home area. I don't want to completely out him on what his deal is, but 
uh, it's really cool, man. And uh, he played for the local uh, AAA team when I lived in Pennsylvania, and he played for a couple teams before that. And it's just really cool that he has uh, sort of continued this path, you know, through all this adversity with sports and stuff like that. And he's just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing it. And I, I really admire that sort of tenacity to just like, just keep going. And that's something I could definitely take a page out of his playbook and just be like, yeah, like whatever, however old you are, whatever your outside circumstances may be, if you want to do this, you do this. And, you know, he has to do these long bus rides and he has to eat these sandwiches in the locker room and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, it feels good because I, he's good at what he does. I've seen him do what he does and, and he's talented. And he knows what he's doing. And, and I really hope eventually somehow one way or another things open up and, uh, Maybe he gets to to a big league level with what he's doing. So props to Max. Way to keep at it, man. Uh, I'm really proud of you, bud. And just just keep doing your thing, man. And don't forget about me when you're making major league minimum, which is a lot for a day. And uh, <laughs> I'm working customer service at Lowe's. All right. So shout out to him. And minor league baseball hats are messing with me. So back to clothing debacles. I've been recently changing my clothing style a little bit more. I don't know if you've been able to tell on camera, but I'm going more for a Japanese streetwear look, but not in the sense that I wear baggy clothes and chunky filas and stupid necklaces, but just more so like in the colored t-shirts and uh, maybe a looser fitting pant, not, not a baggy thing, but I normally wear a straight fit. So maybe somewhere in between a straight and whatever. So just uh because I feel like I'm such a skinny, skinny guy that the majority of my jeans look skinny, even though they're like straight because I'm that thin and they look, you know, I swear I'm not rocking skinny jeans in 2021. All right. You have, you have my promise on that, but I got to show you a few things. A Shein haul. We're doing a Shein haul today on the show. One shirt I wore, you can check my Instagram tag page. Uh, I wore it over the weekend. It's like some purple Almost three quarter, almost full length, purple shirt, long sleeve shirt, uh, with to- it says Tokyo in orange on the on the pocket, and then they created a shirt, a fake shirt, underneath the uh, like the bottom of the regular shirt, so it looks like I have a white t shirt on underneath, but I don't. Optical illusion, fashion. All right, uh, I got some corduroy thing. I'm not going to show you the long sleeve corduroy thing. I got some uh, cargo jogger windbreaker pants cargo jogger windbreaker kind of baggy it's it's an interesting look but i think i'd be able to pull it off with me and my looks and my physique i think i can pull off a lot of looks okay I don't, i'm not the beauty of being so thin is that i can wear a multitude of clothes like i wear my western influence clothing and it looks completely fine so maybe i'm in the crossover between japanese streetwear and western uh cowboy i'm gonna show you a few things and I, I've taken issue with a few things. I'm going to show you my Shein haul. My Shein haul. As you may know, the Japanese streetwear look, like I said, colorful graphic tees. And and I'm, I'm searching on Shein's website. Also, I ordered a cool pair of Nike Air Maxes off of DHgate. Uh, I'll show you those when those get here in like two years. But uh, so they have these really unique designs on Shein for t-shirts. And they're super cool. And I'm like, which one's the most Japanese influence? Which one is colorful? Which one has this and that? The other that I think I would like and look good. And it's not just a blank t-shirt. So I see a really cool design on a black t-shirt. Not this one. I've had this shirt since I was 15. Um, 
and look at that really cool design the shirt comes in it's blank it is black there is nothing on it the design my friends is on the back where everybody can definitely see it as you can tell i think that's japanese uh pineapple juice and i eat pineapples almost every day i love pineapple juice and i thought that fit me very well unfortunately no one will be able to know what i'm wearing because it is on the back so thank you very much for saying it's on the front and it's on the back and i just threw that into my basket of dirty clothes love that uh it also happened with this other shirt i bought which is super cool because i really do like this shirt it says law of nature and a bunch of other stuff that i don't care enough to read blank law of nature the design i saw on Shein that i picked out the shirt for was this the classic japanese can you hear me the classic japanese wave rising sun thing law of nature human nature all that stuff uh there's a koi fish on there i think that's supposed to symbolize good luck and then the classic Japanese wave and the tattoo design. It's on the back. No one's going to be able to see this. As you know, I also wear bandanas a lot. Uh, in the comfort of my own home, I wear bandanas a lot. And I saw these really cool bandanas that were only $3. Had to get them. I didn't know I was ordering queen-size bed sheets. I wish someone would have told me. And I'm sure they have dimensions on the site. I'm not looking at the specs of bandanas because... They're bandanas, and one size should fit all. Here is my go-to bandana I like. I have like five or six navy blue ones. This one is a paisley bandana. It is more paisley than the majority of my other paisley blue bandanas, and I like it because it's a little bit of a lighter blue, but it's still navy. I like it, and it's soft, and it fits me nicely, and I wear it while I play guitar in my own house. Look at this bed sheet. That's a bandana. Super cool, right? Lovely design. Great coloring. How am I supposed to wrap that around my head? I don't know. I don't know what the last thing I recorded was, but I just recorded something and it's not showing up. And I love that. Okay. Uh, I accidentally hit pause. So that's great. Hopefully you heard the, uh, I think I was paused for a good minute. I think I was paused for a good minute. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, the last thing you heard was that uh, me I'm laying that bandana down for me and my uh, missus, and we're going to have a picnic in the park. Because that was funny. And then I said something about seven and three-eighths in my head. Wow, I accidentally hit pause on the computer. I'll keep the regular audio on the video, but I don't know if I'll be able to do it for the, uh, for the just audio version of the podcast. That kind of stinks. Oh, well. I'm not going to let it ruin my day. New me, baby. I'm not letting minor inconveniences turn into major annoyances. As much as I, I was, as much as I would love to and go back to my old Larry David, I hate everything ways, this new way of just being okay with it and thankful for even being alive, much better. Uh, speaking of the gift of life, I went to a baby shower over the weekend. My two best friends in the entire world are having a child and they've been together since the girl was like 15 and the guy was like 17 they got married she was like 20 and now they're having a child and that's great they have a lovely life and a lot of people 
that are, you know, getting married, having kids relatively younger. Some people have a little bit of worry about them. Some people are like, mm, maybe they're rushing into it. These people are like the been the most mature people ever. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, OK, well, obviously they should have a child. That makes, you know, logical sense. And uh, we had the baby shower and I was asking uh, my best friend's dad. He works in the medical field. And I said, how's business? And he starts laughing and he goes, he goes, business is good. People are still smoking, still uh, eating McDonald's, still not working out, all that stuff. Business is great, which is funny to me. And maybe you don't think it's funny. You're like, oh, people are dying. Some of these personal choices people make, you you have to know the consequences. Like even when nurses go outside and smoke, they they treat cancer patients all day, but they still go outside and smoke cigarettes. You understand the risk of it, you know? You just have to hope that your number doesn't get called in the roulette. It's fair, you know, fair enough. And I thought it was funny. It's like doctors and all these medical people are like rubbing their hands together every time the McRib comes back. They're like, good, good, keep going, you know? Get Never get off the ride, love it. I think that's funny to me, you know? But it had me thinking about like, what I do as a person, you know, uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't smoke. I work out every day and, and I eat healthy and stuff like that. And I want to live to be, I want to hit 100 and I don't like, I saw a video of Dick Van Dyke. He's 90 something and he's doing crunches in his yard every day. And that's the type of 90 year old I want to be. I want to work out until the day I die and stuff like that. People, you know, like to get old and like a lot of people, I'll talk about health food here in a second, but I heard you know, something the other day about like, oh, once you have a child, you can just give up. You can just quit it. You did it. You know, you kept that, you kept the tight body for a couple of years as a guy or a girl. And, and now you're married and now you're comfortable and you get that, uh, relationship weight and that's fine. You know? Um, and then you have a kid and then you just quit and then it's just a never ending slope and it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then your health decreases. And that's what I don't want to be. I want for me and my future misses to, stay in shape and be fit. And, and I think, uh, you know, uh, that's just the healthy way to be. And I like being healthy, you know, sue me, sue me for saying that, you know, being a, a, an athletic, you know, eat right type of person is a bad thing. I'm not, I'm not condemning people for, for not wanting to do that, but you have to understand the consequences of your decisions and every, you know, it's like every decision has, you know, X amount of inroads. It's like a choose your own adventure book. All right. So yeah, I'm going to work out till the day I die. Even if it's not like strenuous bench press, 400 pounds, but I'll still run up those mountains and I'll still lift my little 25 pound dumbbells and do all these crunches and this and that and the other stay in relative shape. That's what it's all about. Health foods. I eat special case cereal or oatmeal every day. If I splurge a little bit, I'll get Kashi protein, peanut butter, peanut butter protein cereal. That's what I like. It's not weird uh, that I'm a 25-year-old man who loves oatmeal and Special K cereal. I get Special K chocolate because it does have a little sweetness to it. A lot of times health cereals that say they're, they have chocolate in them, they don't at all. And it's like they're gross. But this, this has pieces of chocolate in it. And like the flakes taste of the K... The K, I'm assuming, what makes up the special K? Is the K the flakes? I think the K is the flakes. But the K has a little sweetness to it. And I like that. But not a sweetness in the sense that it's a frosted flake, but just enough. And I like that. Like, But it's not a brand flake. It's not a brand flake. 
It's somewhere between a bran and a frosted flake. Okay. Uh, I like that. And it has the chocolate pieces in it. However, the chocolate kind of tastes like wax. And you know what I'm talking about when chocolate kind of tastes like wax. You ever had those, I think they're entomins, the donuts. Your, your dad used to get them for you. If you're a stepchild and you stayed at your dad's house over the weekend, your stepdad would get you these entomins donuts and, and, and you would eat them before he forced you to go to church on Sunday or something like that. I don't know. I didn't have a stepfather. I'm just guessing. Uh, and, and those ch- and the chocolate kind of tasted like wax. It's like that, except it's in cereal form. So Special K chocolate cereal. It's my pre- it's my preferred uh, cereal. And then this morning, I I like to splurge every now and again. Call me crazy, but I like to splurge on breakfast every now and again. I'll eat some diced pineapple. Wow! Call off the dogs and alert the media. Franklin's having diced pineapple for breakfast. Uh, my love for pineapple dates back to my very early ages, except, uh, I fell off pineapple once. It was a rough time for me. I fell off pineapple. I was in college and I was super into fitness, but not like weightlifting, like running all the time. And I was like, Hmm, I'm a broke college kid and I love pineapple and I don't have a lot of money. I'll just buy pineapple for myself, eat that for breakfast before I go on this crazy run. I ate half a pineapple. I cut it correctly, cubed it up, scooped it out, half of one. Cut it long ways, not wide. Cut it long ways. Uh, bad idea. Felt very bad. Uh, you can only imagine what happened. And I did not touch pineapple for a good year. Now I'm back on the pineapple train. Love it. Wish I never left it. Get get some pineapple in your life. It's good for you. And order that pineapple juice t-shirt, except no one will be able to read it because they put the logo on the back, which makes no sense. Designers out there, what is the point of that if you are putting nothing on the front of the shirt to put it all on the back? I understand we've had graphic tees forever and you want to be hip and you want to be cool and you want to be sleek and, and, and you don't want to put it all on the front. Like I'm wearing right now, this shirt, this is a year. This shirt says 18 whatever. It looks like a fruit roll up. Right, it's really cool. And I've had it since I was in high school. All right. Put more designs on the front. Let's see. Uh, okay. I got a I got a confession to make. As you know, I uh, look stuff up until three in the morning because I can. And I watched a movie late uh, last week with Tom Hanks, Catherine Zeta Jones. It's called The Terminal. I thought it was a movie about cancer. I was awaiting a cancer diagnosis, the whole film, no cancer diagnosis. It's about a man who lives in a terminal. It's not about a man who is terminal, okay? There's a different Tom Hanks movie where he has a a disease. I forget what it's called. Philadelphia, maybe? But uh, no, what is it? No, it's got to be Philadelphia. And CZJ, Catherine Zeta-Jones and Hanks, lovely performance here. She plays a stewardess. Uh, he plays a Carco. It's a fake country called Carcosia. Steven Spielberg made this movie, uh, Carcosia, and as he's in midair, uh, a coup, a military coup breaks out in his home country, and he's a stateless man. He has no home. He's stateless. Okay, so he lands in the United States, and the TSA, whatever border security people are like, hey, you can only stay in the international lounge at this airport for like a week and they keep trying to tempt him to make him like leave the uh hotel or the uh 
airport and he doesn't they want him to leave so they can like get him on some like shady stuff and be like ah immigrant out back you're going back to your homeland where war has broken out i think he stays in this hotel or golly stays in this uh airport and gate 62 for like a year and he befriends the staff he helps people find love he figures out ways to make money he's really talented at all these things and he like walks backwards into dating Catherine zeta jones and unfortunately they don't get together in the end because she's like i told you to stay away from me you know and the only reason he's in uh the united states at all is just to get an autograph from a saxophone player for his dad and that's so sweet that he was like he's like i think my tom hanks does this weird broken english bulgarian russian accent he's like i think my father he also wait one year to get autograph if me need you know he says broken stuff like that the whole time and it was so sweet i love tom hanks and anything but uh and then it got me thinking oh by the way he also gets the uh he gets the autograph and the cab driver is ted maybe ted from 30 rock whatever the guy head writer on 30 rock is it was him and uh it's so such a good movie man and there's the one dude from the hunger games one dude from i forget it's good stuff, man. So, so check that out. It's on Netflix called The Terminal. I really liked it because I like the idea of it. The fact that there's a now a stateless person and he's forced to live in an airport. And it got me thinking, how long has the whatever, how long has a person stayed in an airport for one period of time? And I looked it up and it's this gentleman in China named Wei Zhengwo. Wei Zhengwo. And Wei Zhengwo has lived in a Beijing airport for 12, roughly 13 years. The reason for his extended stay in the Beijing hotel is because he wanted to smoke and drink in peace. He's allowed to go home at any time. He just can't drink. So he lives at the Chinese airport. And I tell you one thing, folks. It's this type of commitment and discipline and resiliency that the Chinese have that us Americans don't have, okay? We can't get on a customer service call and wait five seconds to just tell them that, hey, our hat's messed up. The Chinese people will live in an airport for 13 years just because they can't drink at home. We, this is why we're going to lose that war whenever that war happens, okay? Shout out Wei Zhengwo. He's today's person of the week. Or this week's person of the week. I thought it was super cool. 12, 13 years out of spite. He just wanted to live in this airport out of spite. Just so he could drink and smoke in peace. I'm all in on Wei Zhengwo. And I'm all in on Franco's world. Uh, thank you for stopping by today. I have other stuff I need to talk about. But maybe I'll save it till the next one. I'm gambling again. And I lost and I won and I lost and I won and I lost and I won. And now I'm back to like neutral. Uh, but I'm gambling again. And I love it. <laughs> but thanks for stopping by folks uh, remember to follow me on instagram at uh and twitter at franco's world underscore tell your friends about the show so it can grow wow my hair looks flat i didn't have my glasses on i couldn't see my hair looks flat and now it looks normal uh thank you guys and uh hope you stay safe out there in the meantime keep all those questions and answers coming when i do them and keep taking care of yourselves i'll see you when i see you and hopefully within the next few episodes i'm in a different area code see ya Thank you.